0: Love Talk Radio.
1: guys, to another exciting hour of our show here on Blog Talk, our favorite place to be, on a Saturday at 5 p.m. Today we are covering hot topics and some of the things that's in the news that we really think that um, we should bring to the forefront. So we're going to discuss some of those. And on our list today, we're going to start with HIV and AIDS and the fact that yesterday, honey, tell them a little bit about it. It was... uh, AIDS testing, day,
2: like AIDS testing day. Yes. Yesterday was national HIV testing day and uh we were privy to AIDS one in a million campaign and uh you can get the swab test. Uh obviously there's a blood test, but the swab test is the easiest way to go in the 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 basis behind that is trying to get one million people to find out and test themselves and make sure that in our communities we can really try to put a hold to HIV and AIDS and just bring the awareness not only to our community to, but to everybody as a whole because probably 50 percent of uh, the people who are infected with AIDS right now they're saying don't even know honey that they are infected
1: that's right that's really surprising and, and they, they had at their campaign they had a um we we noticed that they were talking about if everyone donates a dollar to this campaign it would you know a million people donate a dollar you can see the difference that we can make and we can stop this epidemic and you know it is taking over the black community um we don't have the exact statistics but they're very 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 high right honey in DC and just all over America pretty much huh
2: yeah it it is affecting us in in droves and i think that one of the biggest reasons is mm-hmm. Like has been stated is the fact that people aren't aware that they're infected because this isn't a disease that right away you're going to know that you are infected with HIV. This is something That's that right. you can live with and you can live with with some time before it really shows signs that might let you be aware. You might get sick or something like that, but you might not think that it's obviously HIV. And the people who are walking around with HIV aren't people that you're going to be able to look at and say, hey, right. that person has HIV. So, uh, not only do we have to be very careful and make sure that we're having safe sex, uh, obviously, uh, we have to make sure that that we are screening ourselves and knowing that we each are not infected with HIV, and that is how we're going to stop this dreaded disease.
1: That's right. That's definitely. And, you know, it's always a hot topic when you talk about HIV and AIDS. It's something that's here every day, all the time. It's not like a holiday, it comes and goes it's around and it's not going anywhere and so we really wanted to put it as our number one hot topic because it's very very important you can go to the cdc and get information you can go to the one in a million campaign um, and get information there. You can go to our website and get information. You can always tune back into the show afterwards and listen, and we'll you know, hopefully be able to give you a hotline number that you can call to get even more information. But there's so many different um, ways to find out. Um, the CDC's website is HTTP, or I'll just do it the easy way, www.cdc.gov. Again, it's www.cdc.gov. And on there, you can click on the HIV information um, button and find out everything you want to know. It's tons of stuff, right, honey?
2: Yes, if you go there, you can get any and everything that you want to know, obviously, about testing. Testing in your city, someplace near you, and just like everything else, if we pass this information around on the web to our friends, it will spawn out and it can affect. Like my wife was saying, if you got $1 from one person, but if 1 million people gave you $1, it could ultimately change your life. So if we could reach out to people, get them testing, get them knowing if they do have this disease If they don't, make sure that they are Taking all the steps and precautions To keep themselves and their family Not only for yourself but for your family Because I know a lot of people have children um, Unfortunately have husbands And wives, boyfriends and girlfriends And we just want to make sure that everybody Out there is safe and and keeping Yourself headed down the right path Because this is something that you don't want to take Head on, that's for sure
1: That's right, and then we'll move right Into our second hot topic and that Would be suicide in our national Parks and I know a lot of people haven't probably heard a lot about this topic it's hidden you know for some reason they don't put it on the forefront of news but you know in looking around at the different hot topics that's out suicide in our national parks is at an all-time high it's been already this year alone it's been 18 Um, and it's really 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 a sad situation they say people are going to these national monuments these national parks to die, you know, to end it all. And they're asking that the public keep their eyes and ears open if you're ever at any of these places and someone looks depressed or they look like they may do something to please let the park rangers know or someone know or even, you know, attempt to try and talk to them yourself just to stall time to get some help there because no one wants to, you know, witness anything like that and no one really wants anyone to have to, you know, feel that it's so bad and like to take your own life. If we can help, we got to, you know, band together. But it's a real high epidemic, honey.
2: Yes, from Utah's Canyonlands National Park, mm-hmm. Olympic National Park, Yellowstone, okay. all the way to the Grand Canyon, there uh, there was a 57-year-old man who just, I guess he just wanted to, and, and this is the other thing, babe, is I think is a lot of people are going to the national parks because it is a beautiful place. And I guess mm-hmm. to end your life, you they want to be someplace like that out in nature, and be That's done, right. and it is just—it's it, sad to to think that you, you don't have anything else to look forward to. And there's so much in life to look forward to. So, if you guys are at at a place like this and you see somebody, reach out to them. Call for the Park Rangers or somebody, because um uh, they were saying that Thelma and Louise, that old movie, I think it was like two thousand or something like that nineteen ninety one uh spawned a lot of stuff at the at the Grand Canyon because at the end of that movie, they took their car and they drove off the grand canyon well uh this fifty seven year old man jumped off of uh... the grand canyon and you know obviously never came back but these are the the places and the things that in our society we're seeing today and uh... there is good in life and there's good to uh... be able to spread to one another and even if that person may not be getting that good maybe you can be that light that shining light that could help them out that particular time
1: Yep, i, I couldn't agree more i i think it's you know it's a real sad that's another epidemic that we're having so Let's, you know, try to work on that and get that straightened out. We'll move right along to something. It's not a beat, but it's a little bit more um, energetic, I would say, and that's the gas prices. They are Ooh. almost at $5 a gallon. Um, if you look at the Washington statistics, the um, gas prices in Washington State are right around there. Hoover about $4.25 to $4.35 a gallon. We're looking at Beverly Hills, honey, in the last 48 hours, they have the nerve to have $4.99 posted. Call that it five, bucks Call it five. Oh my God, you guys! And that's on the. And you can go to Google anytime you guys want to know gas prices. Say you're driving on a trip or something. Here's a little tip for you: Go to Google and put in latest fuel prices. If you try to put in gas prices, it might give you the wrong reading and be talking about a different type of gas. But if you put in latest fuel prices, you can find out what the gas is going in whatever city you're going to be driving to or if you're going there and renting a car. Huh?
2: Now, do you remember when gas you could go and you could get like, where are you going? I'm saying, oh, I'm just going to go get two bucks of gas and mm-hmm. you could drive mm-hmm. for a That's second. Right. Those days are long gone. We're talking for one gallon, four dollars, and I'm calling it five bucks. So if you're saying five dollars to a gallon i think we went to the pump the other day and we were driving an suv my wife and i and it ended up being a hundred and fifty dollars to fill it up and i was just going wow times are really changing but gas is going to lead uh it might be maybe in some ways a blessing because you're going to have to get a bicycle
1: that's right. People are going to have to get bikes. And be careful out there because there's a lot of pedestrians getting hit, they said. That was another hot topic, but I didn't choose to use that one because there's so much going on, you know, right now that we felt was a little bit took more precedent.
0: But be careful
1: on those bikes out there. And then we'll move right on in, honey, to Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton, you guys, are united on the Democratic ticket. Oh, my. I was waiting for that day to come, and they did a... A beat yesterday And it was really Really enthralling To watch them Get up there together She spoke first And then of course He spoke And they just Really fit well together So hopefully They can be a powerhouse And do something big Come November election
2: Yeah I I think that I mean Do you think that Hillary coming on Obviously all of her followers do they just go straight to Barack? Is that what you're thinking?
1: No, I don't think so. I think he's going to have to win them over, and hers are going to have to win. You know, he's going to, she's going to have to win his over and back, you know, vice versa, because those people believed in her for what she could do and what they thought, you know, was, was great, you know, um, characteristics about her, and the same thing goes for him. But I think it will tend to sway them a little by her saying, okay, now I back Barack. What do you think?
2: I really think that this for Barack really puts this ticket over the the Republican ticket. And I I was Uh saying that I thought that the Republicans at the end were going to swoop in and do what they do and grab this, but (laughs) when I look at Barack and Hillary and I saw them up there, I was just going, well, that means that, you know, all the women uh, are really going to be, not all the women, but Mm -hmm. obviously she had quite a few supporters that were female are going to be going to Barack. I think that the biggest thing of this is going to be will we see um, her husband,
0: Bill Bill Clinton,
2: will we see him go out and Go for barack i I, I just i <laughs> want to see that i haven 't seen him really say anything well, like that 's my guy, and i 'm <laughs> behind him too I, once I see that i 'm gonna say oh he's official it's it's about to happen
1: yeah, he actually was on there on t v the other day talking about yep when the time comes i 'm going to go out and i 'm going to help and right now with Barack at offering to help raise money to clear some of her debt, I guess when you're am um, going to be an elected official or you're going on your campaign and you acquire a, a large amount of debt that's pretty normal well the losing party usually ends up with the most debt accumulated and he's asking people don't donate to my campaign right now why don't you put it over on Hillary's and let's clear some of her debt up so you know by him doing that i'm sure that you know bill clinton's going to reciprocate by also getting behind him as well and you know you scratch my back and i'll scratch yours and they all seem to believe the same things they just have different ways of getting things done so we we'll, we'll be able to watch that huh
2: yeah twenty twenty two million dollars in debt <laughs> so that that's yeah, a, that, yeah that's, that's a- going to be inter- I just uh, you know politics are a little different, so you kind of got to check mm-hmm. it out and watch how they roll but I really think that the Obama Clinton ticket is going to be something to be seen because that has definitely changed no question
1: definitely, and we'll jump right down, honey, to Bill Gates resigning now what do you think about that I- I'm I- shocked.
2: Well, it it's not a big shocker because Bill Gates he's getting a little bit I think he must be in his sixties and he's probably saying do I don't think that it's probably
1: mastermind.
2: Yeah, but he I, I don't see that he's walking away and yeah, leaving. That's true. So when people yeah. say like, Oh, Bill Gates resigned, it's like he didn't turn it over to some dude or lady and like, you run it now, I'm done, I'm going to go fishing. Well, I'm sure he's going to have a lot more time on his hands, but I, I see Bill being thoroughly involved in Microsoft always. But this is just probably something for either Taxes it, it's there's There's got to be something This is more of a name thing That's just my opinion I don't know And I
1: agree with you I agree with you Everybody keep your eyes And ears open for that So we can see what happens And how that all unfolds We'll move right on down To the BET Awards And we hear that this year It was a lot smaller Than it has been In quite some time But still You know Typical BET The great You know clothes on the carpet, the, you know, sunny weather down in Southern California, at the Shrine Auditorium, some fantastic performances, and we happened to catch the T-Pain performance on television, and Ooh. it was awesome, I mean, he puts on up a for real show, so when he comes in concert, we need to go check him out.
2: Yeah, you gotta, you gotta see T-Pain, that was something to see, and I, I think that that's where performances are going these days now, it's not so much where you just get up there, you walk from side to side on the stage, you sing, right. and people like your song. And that's it. People are like, "Hey, look! I want to see a show. You're gonna have to show me something." And he had people <laughs> on stilts. He had yeah, he had really people amazing. in cages. He had it mm-hmm. all. And on top of that. Uh, his performance was fantastic and he had some other people that came and performed with him but uh, just as far as something that's fun to watch whether you like the music or not it was awesome and I love T-Pain too.
1: Definitely and then to to see you know in Vogue and all the rest of the people come out and bring back some of that old you know great song great music it was awesome to watch so check out the reruns it's playing all month you can go to BET.com and get information on when it's coming on that's definitely a hot topic and then we'll move right on into one of my favorite areas and that's movies i love movies and we're going to talk a little bit about some that's coming out that you got to check out in july and honey this might be kind of a surprise to you but i'll name a few and some of these you know about some are new to me too and um we'll start with hancock and you know who's starring in that right
2: yeah that would be Will Smith, and you know this is something to see because it is a black superhero and this uh, Will Smith, I think might have nailed it on the head, just from what I saw in the commercials so far of him he- He walks up on a beach and there's a giant whale when I say, well, obviously whales are giants, <laughs> so we all know that they're big, but he grabs them and swings them around and throws them back out to sea. By his hands, y'all, and I just went, wow. So some of the special effects in that movie, if anybody out there, you know, really enjoys action and adventure, this is going to be, you know, something crazy. On top of that, Will Smith is a good actor. So this is one that uh, I think we're definitely going to check out.
1: Fantastic. And then we'll move right on down to number two, and it's called The Whackness. Now, you guys, I'm just telling you one what more they're time, saying the what hottest you... movies are, <laughs> but I really i am not familiar with some of these, so I'm going to just give you the titles, and then you research them, and if you want to go see them, go. But it's called The Wackness, and then number three would be called Hellboy 2. So the second one, The Golden Army. So Hellboy 2, The Golden Army, is number three. Number four would be Meat Day. Now, meat means like a meeting. <laughs> oh and you know who's the star in that one is eddie murphy one of your favorite actors so that's uh, going to be okay fun. Now, hold on so it's is a that, comedy i'm sure is that
2: the one where he's he's hanging out of his ear
1: um you know i'm not sure
2: eddie murphy and eddie murphy and he, that, <laughs> oh, his that's audio. it oh. okay yeah I, I love eddie he's a, he's funny from life to coming to america and everything in between so i i see him doing the the same eddie murphy and maybe pulling out even some new tricks so i'm gonna give a thumbs up ahead of time to meet dave we'll see
1: okay well we're gonna check that one out then number five is the dark knight number six is mama mia number seven yeah mama mia i'm not sure what that one is that might be a european one but it looked pretty cool it was on the the top 10 list and then number seven is the Step Brothers, and that's a comedy. That'll be very, very funny, I'm sure. And then number eight is America Teen, and it should be American, but it's America Teen. And then number nine is The Long Shots, and that has Ice Cube starring in it. So that's mm. going to be something. You know, okay. He's a great actor with all of his stuff that he's doing nowadays,
2: too. Definitely check that one out, The Long Shots. Everybody go out. It might not be a long shot. It might be a sure shot.
1: That's right. And then we got another one, and the final one, which is, I'm sure we're going to check out because she's one of my favorite actresses, is Angelina Jolie in Wanted. Mm. And that would that would round out the ten um, hot movies, you guys, that we want to recommend. And the only reason I'm saying we want to recommend it is because I did my research and it did say these are the ones you got to check out in July.
2: Now, the Wanted, that I, <laughs> I've seen some of the highlights of that one, they dodge yeah. in bullets it's like really – slow speed and spinning around in cars and standing there and swooping themselves this is going to be one of those special effects movies that you're going to have to rewind and watch it again because you're going to go how did they do
1: that almost definitely i think it's going to be very very good so we got to check that one out then we'll move in honey this one you're going to love there was an art piece sold by monet for guess how much how much $80 $80 million, and the one thing that I don't understand is it's, it's a beautiful picture, but it looks like it's pictures of, like, greenery and, you know, a stream and grass and that, and I'm not a big art connoisseur, but it went for $80 million, so it must have been a really, really, really hard-to-come-by rare and special piece. So whoever got that, congrats to them, and whoever sold it, big congrats to them.
2: Well, you know, when you speak of Monet, these these are the type of artists who well, obviously they were uh, – mm-hmm. Turn of the century, they, they are no longer with us, but their artwork is so coveted that you're never going to get it again. And when you talk about 80 million dollars, this is okay. probably someplace that it is in the nine inch thick glass and mm-hmm. it doesn't really even Definitely. see the air, but. Uh, this is artwork on a whole, whole nother level, and uh, yeah, Monet—that's that's beautiful stuff. And, and investment-wise, you, you're not gonna lose. I know that sounds crazy, but you're not even gonna lose. Eighty million is gonna turn into 160 million in probably 10 years.
1: Wow! And in Monet, I'm I'm not familiar with this person. I know I've heard of this famous art, art artist are they
2: not with us anymore no no they they've long long okay. since passed this is so there'll be no
1: more like this?
2: oh no 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 ever never and that's like your dog christie
1: oh, yeah, okay. that
2: okay. he is a great painter also and you should all get his work it's beautiful okay.
1: Fantastic, fantastic, and then I'll move into the Madonna, she has reportedly consulted the same lawyer that handled the Paul McCartney divorce, honey, so...
2: Is that powerful?
1: Yeah, well, I'm not sure, but I know it's really sad whenever we hear about anything like that, you guys, because you know we advocate staying together and working it out, but I guess she has done that for seven years, and her and Guy Ritchie are going to dissolve their marriage. And I just pray for them, and we pray for them to, you know, maybe be able to try to find a way to work it out. They have a family, and they're a beautiful couple, but who all knows what happens, you know, to relationships, and and they obviously feel that that's what they need to do. So I just wanted to put that's a hot topic. It's all over the Internet. It's highly searched. And if you go on there, you can just put in Madonna, and I'm sure it'll pop up, and people can read all about that. You know, her being such a famous, um, you know, musician and singer and performer, it's an interesting topic, huh?
2: Yeah, that is that is something else. I think Paul McCartney's divorce lawyer is is a really serious person. So that that must mean uh mean something. That's unfortunate, but that's like that Al Green. Let's stay together. We were talking about that's
1: right, that's right. That's and then finally, all. rounding out our hot topics today before we move into our next segment is the referee scandal, honey. And I'll let you take that and um you know discuss that with our listeners.
2: Well, the referee scandal for those of you who are NBA watchers and we're talking about Tim Donahue He is a referee that's been in the NBA I think over ten years probably, but he confessed to gambling and betting and fixing games and then there was a game in question that uh myself and actually my wife, my whole family was involved in because uh it was the Los Angeles Lakers versus the Sacramento Kings, two thousand and six playoffs game six and The Lakers shot 27 free throws in one quarter, being the fourth quarter as we were about to beat them and put them out. And that put them on pace for 108 free throws in the game. And these are numbers that are just crazy. But Donahue said that the NBA fixed that game, and it was really unfair. And when I heard that, I was just sick to myself because as a player, we were thinking, you know, obviously you're not thinking you're really cheating, but you're saying, man, something ain't right. But to to hear those words all these years later, it's uh, it was really painful. But it's truly, truly unfortunate because the NBA. I think you know, obviously there are so many fans of the NBA now. Commissioner Stern has taken it global, so it's a global game. And for a black eye like this to come into the game of basketball is just it's it's so sad. And hopefully, uh, in my heart of hearts, I hope that it's not true. Or you, you want to think that Donahue was a individual and he didn't have other people around him, and in this day and age, you know, you, you just never know. So I, I really think that they have to look to a higher power, because for a long time now, the NBA has policed themselves, meaning anything that goes on, mm-hmm. you know, it goes to Commissioner Stern. He handles it, and that's it. But now that you got cheating refs and different things like that or i won't say refs i'll say hey cheating ref because it's only been one so far that has been proven uh... you have to go to a higher power like you did with steroids and baseball and spygate and football and you need to let congress look at this one so commissioner stern if you're listening buddy you can call me anytime <laughs> you want to i'll be more than happy to give you some of my uh... poignant advice thank you very much
1: almost <laughs> oh, definitely and then we'll move right on into our two tips we have two each you guys on fashion and beauty and mine is well i'll let you go first honey how about that
2: okay well it, it is summertime now for all the gentlemen out there and mine is flip-flops or well i call them sandals because nowadays a flip-flop isn't a flip-flop like it used to be a flip-flop i'm seeing them mm-hmm. studded i'm seeing them beaded i'm seeing leather i'm seeing it all and some of them look quite quite comfortable so let your feet breathe gentlemen uh you know just maybe once a week on the weekend something wear them with some jeans wear them with some shorts if you want to dress them up you surely can because like i said they come in studded leather whatever you want nowadays so flip flops call them sandals call them what you want but get yourself a pair
1: Most definitely, and I would have to say one of my tips for the ladies out there is long dresses, cotton ones, rayon ones, whatever. Me and my husband was traveling recently, and that's all I seen was the cutest dresses. They were long and came in all different kind of colors and styles. We we kind of searched a little bit for some, but couldn't really find none that I particularly fancied, so I didn't get one. But they are really cool. They're a hot fashion trend right now, and it's something that even if it goes out of style like in a couple of months because it is a trendy piece, I'll still be wearing mine, so 'cause you know, honey, I really don't care if, it, if it's not the season. <laughs> I, I really don't. So that was that was my tip for today, is I long dresses, ladies.
2: There it is. And for the men, snug-fitting T-shirts. Get yourself something that feels close to your body. And the reason that I say that is because we we were out shopping and looking around, and I felt some T-shirts that were made of cotton that felt like they were made of butter, and they just yeah. lay on your body, and oh my goodness. Just a wonderful shirts. Also, they got designs on them coming every color V neck, crew neck, whatever you want to do with it. But uh, check it out Any any uh, department store from Nordstrom's, Macy's, Neiman Marcus, whatever you want. Snug fitting t shirts. Uh, just get yourself some of that good. I believe it's Egyptian cotton, but it comes in just about any type. And feel it before you buy it. Don't buy it on looks, buy it on feel.
1: That's right. That's I must say. And can anybody in any size wear those
2: hands? They come from extra small to triple extra large because I I like some of mine snug. I like some of them a little bigger, and there is something for everybody. If you're a bigger man, Rochester's Big and Tall is a great store to go to. They also carry chick fashion, if you want to call it, that stuff that you can buy at those other stores like your polo and all that different stuff. that comes in a bigger man style, so... Uh, anybody, you can get it. It's out there for you. You might have to search a little bit. Obviously, you can go on the mm-hmm. Internet. But the only thing that I'll say about going on the Internet for this one is I want you guys to feel it. you got to
1: right. touch it because if right. you
2: touch it, you're going to buy it.
1: Definitely, most definitely. And then finally, rounding out our segment of beauty tips and fashion tips earrings. I said earrings. Did I mention that already, you guys? <laughs> These are very important. If you have a hole in your ear, you really need to finish off your outfit with with an earring. That goes for males or females. It's okay, you know, if, if you're a male and you really just ain't feeling an earring, you know, on a certain night you might be going somewhere formal and you're like, no, nah, I don't really want to wear an earring. But girls, 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 we can see the hole if you don't have them. Now, if you forget them, that's one thing. But even wear some studs, even if you don't want the long-hanging ones or the big hoops, uh, even a pair of little simple studs, You don't. you can get costume jewelry or you can get real jewelry. It's up to you. But make sure you finish your outfit off with earrings, and that would be my last tip. And we will be moving right on into my husband's favorite part of the show. Honey, do you know what that is?
2: Love and romance.
1: No, the second favorite part. Oh, oh. (laughs) yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And it is that time again, everybody. We're going to touch on a little sports, and we're going to bring in, as always, the one and only Whistle to give his particular course of insight and that is the realest insight we can get with are you out there in blog talk
3: land hey there how you do welcome <laughs> what is happening with you man on this beautiful day Oh, we are enjoying this weather. It's a nice, mild uh, say around eighty degree day uh very enjoyable. I'm in the shade right now. kick back. I got a frappuccino with one shot floating, and I'm doing my deal baby <laughs> <laughs> Well, before you start barbecuing and uh let me talk to
2: you about a little sports and you know obviously the draft is is the biggest topic of conversation, but Uh, you know, Chicago takes hometown kid, Derrick Rose, and, uh, you know, looking at one and two, Chicago was picking first, Miami second, you had Derrick Rose and Michael Beasley, and then I think there was a a bit of a drop-off from there, but looking at those two players, do, do you think Chicago and Miami chose correctly?
3: Well, I think the biggest thing, um, obviously the uh, team, uh, they work the players out and based upon uh, athletic ability and so forth, they can see a, a fit for their particular system. Um, the only knock I could see that Michael Beasley had was probably his height. They were talking about he was six-eight, uh, And uh, and other than that, uh, I definitely think he was the best player in the draft. But, uh, again, uh, that's why they have experts supposedly to, to make those choices and to figure out who they want to fork those dollars over to
2: no question and you know i I look at there's a couple there's three of them actually i, I got kevin love who went to memphis and I, I like kevin love i think he's a player that i thought he should have stayed one more year tightened his body up and we've talked about this before Wizzle, that uh, just just a player that knows how to play the game and i think that he can ultimately be a good pro depending on you know what he does with his body and his focus obviously but what do you think about what memphis got here
3: well, I definitely think they got a, a really good player. They got a knowledgeable player, a guy who knows uh, the X's and O's. He's obviously a, a guy of high character. Um if you've seen any of the interviews that he did prior to the draft. He genuinely seems like a likable guy. Um he jokes a lot about how how well his model looks as far as uh, in his suits and, and those type of things. So there's nothing wrong with a bigger guy who who, who enjoys himself and uh, he's enjoying his time of his life. So uh, he's a likable guy, and, I, you know, I couldn't pick anything uh, negative about him right now. Well,
2: he did get him and Mayo, they did switch, and, and I see him going to uh, Minnesota. So Kevin Love will be in Minnesota with Kevin McHale, which I think will help his game tremendously because I think they called Kevin McHale the slippery eel when he played because those moves down on the low post were just so, so nasty. But New York now, a, I'm going to try to pronounce this correctly Danilo Gallinari. Now, and this guy is from Italy. And I I will say this. You know, they they have a new coach in Dan Tony in New York, but the New York fans just booed this
3: young kid to death. Did you see that? Yes, I did. It must be harsh, uh, coming into New York and and and, it, and one thing that's obvious being a, a living thing is that you can't please everything or everybody and just this really seems like some tough odds to come in and to get booed and probably the pinnacle of your career uh, or or of your life at this point. So uh, I'm sure it was really rough for him, but uh, he can look back at some of the other people who have been booed and then past history and, you know, either you'll be booed for the correct reason or you won't. And ultimately he has the uh, the final deciding factor in that. So uh, he can make himself a player and he's got a great chance. No question.
2: I I think that, you know, looking at uh, his coach, he he's from also from Italy and Dan Tony that being and not from Italy but he played in Italy for many years one championship so he has a good idea and and it looks like he's a a pretty good judge of talent you know put together a, a great team down there in Phoenix so hopefully that he can make the New York fans proud because they, they are definitely desperately uh in need of some positivity from what the team has been doing the steel when, and I, I won't say it's hard to say steel because there's so many, you know, kids in this, but I I'm looking down at the same number that I was drafted at, and I'm looking at Roy Hibbert. He went to Toronto. Now Toronto did a couple of things. They traded and got Jermaine O'Neal. And now they get Roy Hibbert. So, I mean, in my eyes, they sure up their inside. What do you think this does for Toronto in the overall picture of the Eastern Conference? Does this move them right up into those top three,
3: four seed places? Or
2: what do you think, Wizzle?
3: Oh, without a doubt. Um, I definitely think that they... uh... uh uh, anchored their team a little bit as far as in the inside obviously with the pickup of jermaine o'neal um and also with a player like hibbert who has a lot to prove obviously he has a a huge window of opportunity in in terms of uh athletically uh uh, picking up some things that will enable him to to be a a successful nba player but i do think they did a, a good job and also out there in the east i thought that the the Bucks did a good job by bringing in Richard Jefferson. I think that'll be something uh, interesting to watch. And they've got some young uh, talent as far as in Charlie uh, Villanueva. And um, I think they'll, they'll be a formidable team out there in the East to compete as well. Now,
2: you must be looking at the same notes as me, Wizzle, because that leads me right into something else. And it says that the Nets are making room for the push for lebron james what do you think about that
3: well uh first and foremost you got to look deeper into uh uh the deal and you got to realize there's a, a a big connection with jay-z that's involved there and um jay-z and lebron are are uh obviously have become uh friends and and um they share a, a good likeness for each other and um uh, I think that it's something that's possible in the future because you look at it and you can, in terms of sports, any sport um, throughout history, the best players have always been traded. So um, you could pick an icon and he's been traded. So it's just the nature of the business. And uh, ultimately we'll see what Cleveland can do to keep him there. Do, do, the, do the fans of Cleveland blow up quick in arena <laughs> after
2: this? I mean, if you let LeBron James go out of Cleveland, hometown boy, uh, superstar, uh, parental gold medalist, led you to the finals, done everything under the sun. If you if you let him go and he goes and has oh my goodness, what does that do for Cleveland sports? Is that it? Is it a wrap?
3: Well, I, I think that um, it's definitely going to take a downside, but the positives that you could take from that is the Nike uh, logos and slogans that they've been popping up around the city, which are "We have witnessed, we are witnesses." So you witnessed it. Now it's <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Well, you know, speaking
2: of well, I guess I could go straight there because I, I said would that be a wrap? And it would. We would be remiss not to. Touch on this subject. Speaking of rap, did you get a chance to see Shaq's rap on Kobe?
3: I did, and uh, you know, originally there's this thing that I got, and and, and it's a West Coast, not really West Coast, specific Northwest thing as as far as feeling crunchy, and it's when you kind of take the <laughs> on, when you take the load on somebody else doing something that's just absolutely so ridiculous that it kind of makes you squeeze a little bit. And I must say that I was it was unnerving. To watch Shaquille rap about something that was from years ago, even if it wasn't good fun, I know that's what rappers do, but it wasn't even creatively done and I just it was listen, I thought that uh that did a good thing as far as taking the high road and you know, water type type of thing, and he just seemed like he kind of reached back for some attention and it was it it was disturbing to me personally. Well, <laughs> Now, now it says that that Shaq is uh, reports
2: say who knows if this is true or not, but he's going to retire and he's going to take his family and move to Alabama. So, uh, do you think that we've seen the last of Shaq in this whole thing? Is, is that it? Is it or is it done, or does he come back to Phoenix and give it another go?
3: Well, I think that he's going to give it another go. Um, he said that he's a default, uh, the son of a of an army sergeant, so he. We always uh stick with the course, so I do uh, and expect him to stick with his course uh, and he also made a comment that he's going to have the last laugh, so uh, I'm curious to see what the laughs are going to be, and if that was it, maybe we did see the last of him. I don't know, but uh, I wish him the best. I think that they got a, a, again a good chance in the West. As far as with Phoenix and hey, everything's not done and set in stone as far as deals and trades. So uh, maybe he can get some help and and something that, that would liven him up a little bit.
2: You know, the one unfortunate thing, and I've referenced this on a couple of radio shows, is the fact that it's unfortunate and it's fortunate. The fact that we get to see the maturation process of young kids, Kobe Bryant is the example that we're using right now before our eyes, and the fact that that was probably Kobe's first time dealing with any type of law enforcement, probably scared the beat Jesus out of him. So the, what came out of his mouth was unfortunate. And then the media has kind of taken it and blown it up, and this situation kept spawning from that instant instead of being something that maybe was handled between them squashed and moved on. What what do you think about that was?
3: Um I definitely think it was a boy's mistake um and if uh again this is the type of thing that I I can always grant a one pass for because um, <laughs> I think realistically, we look at the type of lives that we all live, and all you listeners out there, look at the type of things maybe in your past or 18, 19, 20 years old, the type of trouble you might have gotten into. And now with that same trouble, let's uh, uh, dump about, you know, $100, dollars hundred, two hundred million million into your bank account and make it public knowledge, and now you're ridiculed and you're, you know, held to a different standard. And I don't know if that's necessarily fair, and I know that it comes with the territory, but, again, uh, you're always given a pass for a screw-up on your job first job you might do a little messing up you show up late for work and all those type of things you don't understand the importance of your job and the security that it brings you and not only the security but you know generating good luck as far as uh attacking it the right way and and trying to be professional about it and so there is a, a maturation process that the kids have to go through and i think that the league has been uh in a lot of ways, watered down with some of the talent not not being uh, taken away earlier and, and maybe not going through some of the the, the turmoils and circumstances that, that, you know, that regular people go through. So, um, again, it's unfortunate, but it comes with the territory.
2: Well said. What do you think? USA, Team USA, I'll say, uh, gold medal, bronze medal, silver medal, no medal. What, what do you think?
3: Well, you know what, I, I do think that we definitely have a good chance. I'm, I'm not so sure um, how the team is going to jail. And um, I, I actually bumped around, a, there was a report talking about the team that, that wins the finals should go. And if that's the case, I would, I feel that Boston Celtics would have a great chance if they were to represent <laughs> the And it's also something that's maybe interesting uh, as as far as for the future. I don't know about what type of incentives you can give the players. And I know that you're asking a lot of their bodies and you're taking away, but to have the chance to play for your country in this one team and this elite we've been playing together all this time? I think that it, it gives you a lot better chance to, to fare with the talent that has been playing for quite some time. And, you know, we're talking about kids overseas that are 17, 18, 19 years old that have been playing and being professional uh, for, and have their time in. So uh, I think it can be something that's interesting. But we're going to have to go with USA.
2: Yeah, there you go. And, you know, I agree with you on many fronts there, Wizzle, because that that is, I think, the biggest key that happened. And I think as, as a country we got our ego in the way, so we sent the dream team over there, which is the greatest team, and those guys played well together and just beat the bejesus out of everybody. But that's the problem is that these European teams that we see, they're together year in, year out, day in, day out, and they are a team. And that is the key. It's a team sport. And we try to put together a bunch of superstars and make them gel in such a short span of time that it's difficult sometimes that, you know, you looked at pick-and-roll defense last, uh, you know, last time they played for the qualifying rounds, and it was just awful. And that is just because... Because there's no communication and it's hard to get that. The players are definitely good enough to win, no question about it. But they're facing teams that know what they do. We've talked about this before, Wizzle. About it. it's kind of your your army, your navy, that sort of thing. There's a rank. Everybody goes in. You got your sharpshooters. They fall in place. You got all these different people that do what they do, and they do it the right way. And sometimes when you get a team together, that doesn't happen. And I, I think that's the only way that we don't get away with the gold like you said is if they don't mesh so let's hope team usa is listening out there also jumping to to baseball just want to congratulate don't know if you've seen it whistle fresno state uh, unranked team wins the college world series so to the bulldogs of fresno state hats off to you and uh, good luck for you for next year Whistle, as always, we enjoyed you for as long as you can give us your insights. Uh, Stay out of the sun, put a hat on, and enjoy yourself until next time, next week, same time, same space. That would be the whistle. Awesome. And
3: if you're going to use, rub it on. Don't poke yourself.
1: Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye. That is it. (laughs) He is now gone, you guys, and we're moving right into love and romance. And today we got some questions, and we want to get on to those right away. We had a great time doing the sports segment, went over a little bit, so we want to cover all six of these, honey. And we will start with Jackie. I do not feel beautiful anymore when I'm with my boyfriend because he never tells me what should I do. And I would just go back to say, which I've said um, once before, and I hope I don't sound redundant to the listeners that that happen to catch this, is you have to love yourself and start there and give him reasons or her, vice versa, um, give him or her reasons to um, tell you that or look at you that way, because usually people reciprocate what you give out, and sometimes you can get caught up in work and different things and not give the kind of um, love and respect and um compliments that we're looking for, and then in turn the person reacts and we feel that we're missing something, but don't think the grass is greener on the other side. Try to make your grass as green as you possibly can, and that's what I would say. What do you think? Of uh,
2: that? I, I totally <laughs> agree with that and if you need to get you some fertilizer to make that that's grass right. greener, but uh, You know, baby, I think that you you hit it right on the head. It's it's about reciprocating. So what you give out, treat others like you want to be treated. Okay. And that's not saying that, that you, uh, Sharon and Mrs., are not treating him that way, but you, you might have to do more because, you know, maybe he doesn't understand and maybe the conversations aren't making him understand, but the more that you put in it, I'm sure the more that you're going to get out of it.
1: Oh, most definitely. And then this one's for you, honey. It says, my boys tease me a lot over the fact I give my girl the right to say if she doesn't want me to go out with them. How do I tell them to cut it off, cut it out and that I love her and I'm not going to change?
2: Well, I think that he said <laughs> it all. He he said that that he is not going to change. So what he has to understand is this is your choice. It's That's your right. love. So if these are your quote-unquote friends, they're going to have to respect your decisions and, and let it be known that it's your choice because the more that you let them know that this is your choice and it's something that you are doing and this is the woman that you love they're they're your friends they're going to respect that they're going to understand and there are a lot more ways for you to have fun with your friends than going out to a club and having a good time if that's what everybody considers a good time so uh, if they respect you they will definitely respect your decision no question but...
1: oh most definitely I would have to say that, too. And this is, this is just a reflection of back in the past. This might help them a little bit. Hey, that's
2: what I'm <laughs>
1: talking about. So we just kind of wanted to give you guys a little taste of that, and all you got to do is just tune into our show, and we'll give you more pieces, you know, as we go along. Um, number, the next one is, how many times have you guys gotten married? And this will be our 13th time, July 8th, what? getting married. Yep, we got married in 1996. And if you count that up and you count starting with 96, this will be number 13 for I us. I
2: thought this was 20.
1: <laughs> no. So, so that's the answer to that one. And then the next one for my husband is, Doug, do you ever get into fights about the respect you and Jackie give each other? Uh,
2: With with who? About, about well, they me just and said, you? Do you
1: ever get into fights? So probably like with the media and your teammates and that whole thing.
2: You know, there's yeah, there, there's so much that's been said in the media about my wife and I. I think that ultimately that is the key. The, the question that you ask is respect. And I think that a lot of people, especially in the world of athletics and what have you, hadn't seen anything like my wife and I as far as, You know, we're going to put each other first and foremost before anything, and I always said that basketball didn't define me as an individual, and that's kind of how you got to look at your life. You're just a person with a job. Yes, the job is high-paying and it's high publicity, but the respect that, that we show each other, I think, ultimately helped us through the NBA, helped us through our life as we continue to go. and. Uh, a lot of times your ego brings on that as, as far as if you feel that somebody is not respecting you or whatever. But uh, respect is something that is big in, in our household, and we try to keep it uh, at the forefront of everything that it is that we're doing. And, and I truly would say, and, and I know that my wife would probably agree with me, and I'll let her say that, that this is something that is has truly, truly helped us.
1: And I can't even say anything, but I, I 100% I totally agree with everything that my husband said. So I, I agree, and I, I'm just sometimes I'm at a loss when it comes to conversations like this because of the fact that, like my husband said, if you respect yourself, respect your mate and just don't really worry about what the outside world has to say. You will go a lot further. Speaking of that, I had a close friend call me. Actually, we had a couple close friends and relatives call us because there was a story written sometime back, honey, you remember this, in 2003 about they they made up this story that my husband, that Doug was choking on a chicken bone at a restaurant (laughs) in some place, and I would not let a female doctor, um, a 45-year-old female, um, beautiful female doctor, help him. Which is ludicrous beyond anything. And secondly, I think I would be able to get the bone out myself anyway. But we ain't talking about that. Go we're ahead, talking about babe. the fact that <laughs> um, they said that I wouldn't let him get help, and it was satire. That means jokes. And we're getting a lot of calls from all of our friends going, "Oh my goodness, what happened? I'm sorry about that story. And I just want to clear it up on the air on our show today. And for the people that's going to go back in the archives and listen to our show, it's a story. It's an old story. Um, five years ago, two thousand and three, you can Google it, and it 's from a um, a website i won 't even put their thing on here because i don 't want to give them that kind of credit i 've actually spoken to them back then and asked them, and they kind of said oh i 'm sorry, Miss Chrissy. It was just a joke, and it was just satire, so I just wanted everybody to know that foolishness is a prime example of ignoring what people have to say. We are in America. Freedom of speech is something that is definitely enforced here, so it's not like you can really hurt anybody. Now, slander is a different story, and uh, that's teetering, and I'm not sure what I might do. You know, I'm still contemplating on getting an attorney because I think it's really rude and it's not right. And to bring it out years later when everything is going so great and people finally realize their frivolousness and the silliness that they were doing, and they're now starting to respect what we have. And you see Kobe Bryant and all these different athletes and everybody else with their families and walking off the court hugging and kissing their families, and that's all me and Doug did, was we were in love with each other, we weren't hurting anybody, and we were setting a great example for our children and for them to put those lies and all that maliciousness and maliciousness behavior and you know um stories and rumors out there i I understand how angelina jolie and brad Pitt and all these different people feel because they don't have anything better to do so i just wanted all of you our listeners our friends our fans to know that it's all bogus and it's not true and if doug is choking on a bone and any of you see him i don't care if you're a playboy playmate please jump in there and help him because i need my husband here with me and our children and our family for the rest of my life because that is my life partner and soulmate, and I just wanted to take that time to clear that up. And, honey, guess what? We forgot a hot topic, and it's the biggest hot topic out of all of them. It's satire? It has something to do with a girl named Shani.
2: Oh, What's the well, biggest
1: hot topic? You,
2: you already know Shani <laughs> is, uh, is all over the place. It's oh, Sharon my God.
1: Her video.
2: Did say it. Go ahead. Okay, it's
1: it, it has premiered on 106 in Park, and she's on there with Little JJ of Just Jordan and Small Change, and you got to watch the reruns. If you haven't caught it, you've got to catch it. It's also on a ton of websites. People started posting it everywhere, but it is fabulous. We love it. And what's the title of it called, honey?
2: Don't be shy, and you can call <laughs> in to BET 106 in Park, and mm-hmm. you can request the video. Please do. It is a fantastic, fun video. I, everybody is going to love it. I love it. Am I biased because my baby's in it? Yeah, yeah <laughs> dang right I am, but check it out anyway, everybody. Out there.
1: And we got something to share with you guys. It's a tribute that she gave. We might have already shared it with him, but it's our favorite song, so we're going to share it with him again. And it's a tribute to Mr. Slick Rick, who, uh, another hot topic we forgot. Oh, my God. Well, but we talked about it on the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, we he know. has been um, able to, he will be able to stay in the U.S. He won his case in New York, and he's been fighting it for what they say, 20 years?
2: Yeah, I think Slick is doing the wop right now, someplace in America.
1: Oh my God! So I'm gonna I'm gonna give you guys a little treat, and you can listen really quick before we um talk to you for a few more minutes before we head out. So here. Six
0: sisters, Cindy. Yeah, just tell me a bedtime story, please. Yeah, I'll tell you a story. You gotta go get in the bed. You all touch it? Yeah, I'll touch it. All right, I'm gonna tell you a story, like Uncle Ricky told. Me. Okay, okay. Here we go. Upon a time not long ago, when people wore pajamas and they like so. The apple ain't far, from the tree, so a star was born in 93. They gave a few lines, she began to write. She spit a free powder, homies gave her dad. They say we like to value you swag, it's nice. But girls, stay humble, that's some good advice. And in 07, she began to sing. She got a little fame, now she lived in the dream camera said he's flashing like a movie scene Now she's standing on the stage while the fans are screaming Still did she know I won't be the same Sometimes she wanna just disappear like David's brain Now everybody out there knows her name And it's right here with the crisis The story was made her made up, made up The story was made up, made up, made up The story was made up, made up, made up. Wait as she participates in a couple situations. All night, got to on the run. Just do the old time, no time to have fun. No school bell ringing, but her wrist stay ringing. She got to hit, so, and all the girls singing. Now she's thinking, how do I deal? So she picks yeah. up the cell phone and guess who she is? uh right, what a pump, so quick. And he's telling her that. Her girl, you better
1: treat. We wanted to share with you guys before we head out. Um, we want to thank you again for tuning in to Infinite Love Talk Radio here at Blog Talk. Again, it's our favorite place to be every Saturday at 5 o'clock. And until next time, take care our friends. Peace.
2: Respect. Knock
1: them out the box, yeah. Shan. <laughs>